guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina, and I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion to help a lot, a lot of people to learn how to use nutrition as a precise tool to do, feel, and look your absolute best. Guys, before we begin our episode today, I'd like to remind you that there is first one amazing, concise, precise brain upgrading course um, that you can find following the link in the show notes. We already, as of today, less than in a week, we have 1,044 students in probably more than 80 countries right now, maybe even more, haven't checked um, this morning. So check it out. It's short, it's one hour, 15 minutes. You can even speed it up and you're going to have all the neuroscience back routines and nutrition principles that when you apply them, you'll feel a lot, a lot more energy, mental and physical. You'll feel more motivated, more clear-headed, more focused, um, more driven, more confident, like all the good things that the brain does to help us to deliver our best work and live our best life. You can have all of that. But you gotta go through the course and you gotta, most importantly, apply everything that you learn in the course, adjusting, of course, it to your specific lifestyle and your situation. But that's not even it. Also, in the show notes, you can find today a link to my Calendly page to schedule our 45-minute call where I'm going to help you to address your specific problem with your specific brain type. You see, guys, we all have different brain imbalances, different peculiarities of the way our brain works because of different neurotransmitters that that are created and metabolized and absorbed and used in all these different ways, right? To This week, we are talking about balancing our neurotransmitters, our dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, in order to feel our best throughout the day, like the way we are supposed to feel, right? To be productive, but also to feel happy. Um, But you might not know that all of our brains are a little bit or a lot imbalanced, and that's why we have things like people um, who tend to be a little bit more depressed or less active um, with more anxiety, and then people that are more driven, but also people that have uh, a lot more racing thoughts and just kind of like all over the place, right? There are all these brain imbalances. And so on our call, um, you'll share with me the issue that's related to your brain performance that you tend to struggle with the most. And I'll help you to address that issue with more tools from neuroscience-backed toolkit, um, tools related to nutrition, to lifestyle, so you feel better on a consistent basis uh, without any drugs. And so you feel your best, live your best life, and do your best work because we need your best work to create the best world for all of us. So check it out. The course, 
and then the call with me. So use these tools while they are available. Because again, less than a week, we have 1,000 more students. And I have a feeling, by the way, this week, my calendar, the first time in my history was full and there were no spaces available. <laughs> the first time. And I have a feeling that that's going to be the trend. So while you can, please use the Calendly link to schedule our call while there is still a free of charge opportunity uh, because I need your feedback. And also go through the course, ideally before our call. And again, it's just an hour. You can do it any day um, if you really want to improve how your brain works. That being said, Let's get back to our neurotransmitters and balancing those, those neuro messages in our brain that create all the mental states that we experience, like drive and motivation and confidence and focus, or anxiety, racing thoughts, brain fog, um, inability to focus, um, maybe feeling overwhelmed. All of that is, um, it, it's related and it depends on our neurotransmitters, those neurochemicals. Today we're talking about another stress neurotransmitter. Um, you, we call it adrenaline, noradrenaline, norepinephrine, epinephrine. It has a lot of names used in different countries. Yeah, believe it or not, scientists in different countries use different words for the same stuff. Kind of confusing, but you don't need to remember any of those names to use the tools that I'm going to share with you today. So norepinephrine or adrenaline in the brain. You'd think like, well, this is a stress neurotransmitter, stress chemical. Do you really need it? Yes, you do. Besides being the major neurotransmitter or chemical that activates fight-flight response, that primes fast thinking, fast decision making, fast movement. Uh, it uh, helps the body to utilize glucose and other fuels to make you ready for action. Um, it makes the blood go from our skin to our limbs, to our muscles, again, for fast action, fast thinking, fast decision making. Um, what else does it do? Ah, well, too much and too little can be equally detrimental. When we have too little of it, what actually happens? We might feel not ready for any kind of action. Fatigued, sometimes even depressed. Um, it plays a role in mood regulation. We can feel no zest for life whatsoever. So too little is not a great thing. But too much can also be not a great thing if you're someone who struggles with racing thoughts, especially before bed, uh, if you are overhyped, if you are more like all over the place. By the way, being all over the place might be caused by two issues with norepinephrine. Uh, too low might cause things like ADHD too high and you might be stressed with racing thoughts and full-blown panic attacks. So as you can see, having this neurotransmitter in, imbalanced um, is, can cause a lot of problems in our lives that can really interfere with our ability to focus, to do deep learning, deep work, and to just enjoy our life. Um, by the way, if you hear um, these birds, how do you call this morning Bird, birds, uh, you know, living in a 
Spanish-speaking country made me forget a lot of English words. <laughs> Speaking about forgetfulness, need a more easy to call it. Anyhow, that was um, a short side note about uh, morning sounds. Um, here in Playa del Carmen, it is around 6.30 a.m. But let's get back to norepinephrine um, and not having it balanced. Again, too little and you'd be lethargic with brain fog, no zest for life, uh, with more often than not HTG-like symptoms. To, it's when you have too little of that. When you have too much, it's racing thoughts, anxiety, panic attack. How do we balance it? Um, it's kind of a, a tricky one because, first of all, it's hard to really measure what exactly causes ADHD-like symptoms or fatigue or depression or lethargy or racing thoughts um, and panic attack because there are different neurotransmitters in play and they're also hard to measure. That's why it's more of an art and test and trial and error kind of thing, right? If you are experiencing symptoms that I described or conditions, right? Uh, again, lethargy, fatigue, brain fog, loss of zest for life or HDHD or racing thoughts, uh, sometimes panic attacks. Uh, so I recommend you to try tools to balance your norepinephrine and see which one brings your um, results. Try it several times, right? For two, three days, try it and then see what changes. And I also recommend journaling about your experience because our human mind tends to forget things and uh, we get caught up in daily life. Uh, we get busy and there are other things, you know, people, relationships, whatnot happening in our life. So journal about your experience, exactly what you do for two, three days and what changes in the state that you are concerned with, be that um, fatigue and brain fog uh, or racing thoughts and inability maybe to fall asleep because of that. So exercise. Let's start with exercise because exercise is actually one of the best neuroscience-backed tools to kind of balance all of the neurotransmitters. When we exercise, when we move consistently on a daily basis, a lot of things start going right. Uh, exercise has the ability to balance dopamine and norepinephrine, the adrenaline that we, we are talking about today. Um, it also um, has it, it also can help with serotonin levels. It mm, creates the endorphins, natural painkillers that make us feel good. Uh, all kinds of good neurochemistry happens when we exercise, when we sweat, when we move. Um, there is a saying by very popular brain coach, uh, Jim Quick, when our body moves, our brain grooves. When the body moves, the brain grooves. And it's kind of true and backed by neuroscience. So exercise, if you want to balance a lot of your neurotransmitters and be more often in good mental states that help you to live better and also do your work better, like focus, alertness, motivation, drive, confidence, right? Exercise, 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 guys. What kind of exercise? Well, different exercise um, have different benefits, but then they all help with brain function. So do some cardio, do some weightlifting, do some yoga, and you'll be in very good place and do it consistently, what's more important. And also walk a lot and just be active throughout 
to your day, not just one hour of workout and then sit on your ass for the rest of the time. That also doesn't work that well for the brain or anything um, to that point. If you feel like you might need to increase your norepinephrine because of fatigue, lethargy, brain fog, loss of zest for life, you might try to eat the same foods that are good for dopamine because they are kind of like made the same way uh, in the beginning from the same stuff. So L-tyrosine, the amino acid that is needed to make norepinephrine or, or this adrenaline molecule, it also is needed to make dopamine. And where can you eat it? Um, especially rich in animal protein sources. Things especially rich in things like salmon, lean beef, lean pork, lean chicken. Also on a plant-based side, we have firm tofu. There are also foods that stimulate the dopamine, but also norepinephrine. Things like chocolate, bananas, things like turmeric. There are quite a few foods um, for that that we already talked about on Monday. So again, most of the foods that are good for dopamine that we talked about on Monday are also good for norepinephrine because again, at the beginning, they're made from the same stuff and they're kind of very similar because they also make us focus, keep us alert, increase our drive, increase our focus to get shit done, right? Norepinephrine, dopamine, they kind of like bodies. Um, norepinephrine, actually, this molecule that we are talking about today, it's made from dopamine. And to no surprise, to make more of it, you need the same food that you need for dopamine. Again, a lot of um, animal rich protein, lower in fat, except for salmon, but it's a different kind of fat. Um, we have firm tofu, we eat chocolate, eat your bananas, my favorite foods that I never run out in my fridge. Um, on a food side, that actually about it, guys. You can also supplement with things like L-tyrosine, that amino acid that present in those foods. But when you take it in a supplement form, it tends to act faster. I personally cannot take it because it's too strong and I think my brain is super sensitive. Um, I never took any drugs and I never overindulged really in anything. So I think my brain is very, very sensitive to these compounds. So food is more than enough for me. The only supplement I seem to tolerate for my brain is... Um, um, alpha GPC that is made into this memory molecule, acetylcholine in our brain. The rest kind of make me all over the place and jittery and racing thoughts. And yeah, I just, I have a lot of ideas and thoughts, but can't get anything done with this supplement, right? So L-tyrosine in supplement form doesn't really work for me. It might work for you. Again, every brain is different. So try it out, see how it works. If that sounds like something you want to do, if you want to, um, maybe help yourself with lethargy and zest for life and brain fog um, and maybe a little bit more depressive states, right? Then we have phenylalanine. That's uh, another compound that L-tyrosine is actually made of. Um, for some people, it works better uh, than L-tyrosine. I haven't actually tried it, so I might try it at some point. Again, it will help you to increase norepinephrine. That's when you're on the side of maybe HDHD, lethargy, brain fog, loss of dust for life, uh, depression, maybe migraines, because migraines can also be caused by the lack of norepinephrine. 
So L-tyrosine, um, L-phenylalanine, uh, these are two supplements, eating uh, protein-rich foods, foods like chocolate, bananas, um, and adding turmeric or curry spice everywhere. Then we have L-carnitine that is kind of like really good a brain-boosting substance, uh, almost like natural antidepressant. It helps with levels of norepinephrine and also serotonin. Um, L-carnitine, you need specific form to be effective in the brain. Acetyl, L-carnitine, not L-tartar, that very often you will find in cheaper L-carnitine supplements, right? So form and delivery does matter, guys. Um, it is recommended to take anywhere between 500 milligrams to 2,000. I usually go with most of my clients for 1,500 milligrams, spread it in two, three servings uh, throughout the day. Um, also, let's um, with high norepinephrine, let's talk about that a little bit. On a high side, there are not so many nutrition things available. So if you have racing thoughts more on the side of getting into panic attack, or maybe you're kind of like a drama queen, you know, you overreact to everything. So norepinephrine might be running high for you. So a couple of things here. 5-HTP, that's the supplement that you might want to try, although it reduces serotonin, so it's kind of like double-edged sword. Uh, a lot of neuroscientists don't really like it, but try it, see how it works, maybe try it for a week. 5-HTP, again, for higher level of norepinephrine, when you have racing thoughts, panic attack, when you're a drama queen, when you tend to overreact to everything. Also, for the same type of problem, you probably want to be careful with caffeine and caffeinated supplements, um, because you are already overstimulated with norepinephrine and caffeine. Uh, increases the availability and production of norepinephrine, right? So I had uh, a couple of clients who were on this side. They told me, you know, I can't drink coffee. I just start being jittery and all over the place and all these racing thoughts. So they just switched to green tea and it seemed to work. Green tea has this compound L-theanine that is more of a balancing compound. It does have stimulatory effect, but because of other compounds, I think, present in green tea, it doesn't have the same effect as caffeine in coffee and caffeinated supplements or um, energy drinks or any things of that of this sort, right? So be careful with caffeine if you are on that side of being um, overly activated <laughs> by events uh, in life or maybe by what people say and try intermittent fasting. Actually, intermittent fasting tends to balance out those activating neurotransmitters like too much dopamine or too much norepinephrine. They don't necessarily make you produce less, but they make you more sensitive to it. And then they will help your brain to regulate them better, right? And uh, to when you get them, uh, they seem to have more balanced effect. So um, it's not something that's talked about often, to be honest, in your sense circles, but that's what I noticed with a lot of my clients who tend to be on the more like active side, 
right? And they just need this either dopamine rush or norepinephrine, but then it kind of makes them crash all over the place and not really accomplishing a lot of stuff or winding, being always like wind, uh, you know, wound and tired, tired. Um, forgot the the name of this expression or how it goes exactly. But again, if you have racing thoughts, if you have hard times winding down, uh, then you might also try intermittent fasting. Um, doesn't have to be anything extreme, maybe 16-8 as a lot of people do, or maybe even start with 14 hours um, and try how that works, meaning 14 hours of not eating and then 10 hours of eating. Uh, try it and see how it works for you. And also, if you want to increase your dopamine and norepinephrine, I almost forgot to mention that free for all and very simple method. If you are, again, on the sides of being more lethargic, fatigued, brain fog, ADHD, losing zest for life often, losing motivation often and drive, cold shower. Uh, just uh, a couple of minutes, so one, two minutes, every day, every other day, and you'll boost your uh, dopamine and norepinephrine two, three times. It's effective. It's been shown in all studies. So try it out. I do it every single morning. And maybe that's why I'm so so freaking driven. Uh, No matter what happens in my life, I do cold shower every single morning. And that's about it, guys. Today, we talked about norepinephrine. That is major fight light neurotransmitter and hormone but as you can see it is also so freaking important uh, to manage our productive mental states to not be fatigued and lethargic with no zest for life or with the ADHD or not being able to wind down or mean or maybe being drama queen and overreacting to everything, right? With this neurotransmitter, it can go all over the place. And uh, also to balance it, you need to just try things. And the best way, guys, to try things, no matter what those things are, if you want to effectively find the way uh, for something to work, what actually works in your life, you take one thing, try it for at least three days, and you write down, okay, this changed, this changed, this didn't change, um, you know, this got better, this got worse. Uh, try to keep this other things in your life more or less the same, um, because otherwise you'll just never know what worked and why. So try out one thing for three days, see how it works, then try something different and keep what works and don't keep what doesn't work. Because um, for different brain types with different neurotransmitters, and then, you know, we have whole different bodies and microbiomes and lifestyle and environment, different things work for different people. Um, This seems to be effective for our nervous systems, the tools that I gave you today and I've been giving you, but you still need to like tweak them, tune them. Uh, Some things will work better than others. Um, So try it. And also let me know how they work for you. Um, If you tried anything that you learned in this podcast and it worked really well for you, please let me know because I'm going to share it with other people and together we'll help more people, we'll help better. Besides that, Again, don't forget to check out my course that is free on Udemy. I'm not sure if we're going to be keeping it free, 
But for now, it is totally free, super effective, super popular, more than 1,000 people around the globe, literally. Also, after you watch this course, don't forget to use the link in the show notes to set up uh, with for a call with me so I can walk you through uh, other protocols uh, that might be more effective for your specific issues uh, with your brain time, your brain type, your brain uh, problem. So do those things, share this episode, have an awesome day, guys, and as usual, till next time, eat better daily.